everybody, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to the Grace for a Journey podcast. So glad that you're with us. Of course, if you're new, welcome on in. Man, so glad to have you. We're in John chapter 1. We have learned a couple of things already that have absolutely shaken our lives theologically. If you haven't known Christ up until now, now you know who he is. He is all God and all man, formed you know, into one flesh, being born of the Virgin Mary, and he did so to die on the cross for our sins. And we've learned in the first part of, of the Gospel of John that Jesus is all God and all man come to human flesh. So neither nature was compromised. So we know who he is. He is truly God made flesh. Now, the second thing we learned is that he was going to have a ministry. And this guy, John, John the Baptist, was setting him up for that. He was getting the people's hearts and minds ready to receive Jesus. That was the mission of John the Baptist. Now, just prior to the passage we're going to look at today, the, the, the Sadducees and the Pharisees had sent spies out to talk to John and sort of see what he was up to. He said, look, I'm not a prophet. I'm not a son of the prophet. And I'm not the Christ. Christ means anointed one. So I'm not the anointed one. But I am the person who God has called to help prepare the way. What does that mean? To get people focused on the prophecies that God's about to fulfill. To get people focused on the fact that God's about to take care of the biggest problem in the world. And so we pick up in verse 29, and here's what he says. Now, the next day he saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Now, I want you to look at what he says. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He doesn't say, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes care of the Romans. <laughs> Behold, the Lamb of God is going to raise up an army, throw the Romans out so we can have our country back. He doesn't say that. He doesn't say, behold, the Lamb of God, who's going to make us wealthy again like we were under Solomon. He doesn't say that. He doesn't say, behold, the Lamb of God, who's going to give us our freedom and our identity and a global standing again. He doesn't say that. He says very clearly the mission of the Messiah. That's what he says. Listen, behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Sin is so profound and so real and so devastating that it took God becoming flesh to take care of the problem. It, it, all the animal sacrifices pointed to the ultimate sacrifice. All the temple sacrifices that had happened for thousands of years, they were pointing to the ultimate sacrifice of the Son of God on the cross. And so this is what John is saying. Then he goes on, he says this, Now this is he of whom I have said. Now after me comes a man who ranks before me, because he was before me. And so he says, look, I told you this when I was baptizing, that the one coming after me is greater than me in every aspect. He is so much greater. He says, just prior to this, I'm not even a really worthy to untie his shoes. I can't even touch the dirt on his feet. He's so much greater than me. Because John had a big following. People were coming after him. People thought he was really a prophet and something special. He said, wait a minute, if you think I'm something just let me, let me again, fulfill my calling and my mission here. The one coming after me is so profoundly greater that I can't even touch the dirt on his feet. It says he ranks greater than me. Then he goes on and says, now I myself did not know him, but for this purpose, I came baptizing with water that he might be revealed to Israel. This is my calling. He said, is to get your hearts and minds ready. Now look, baptism is uh, he said, I came baptizing with water that he might be revealed to Israel. Baptism was common to the, to the Jews. Jews had baptisms in their religion. Now, their baptisms were never to redeem from sin. That was always about sacrifice. So there are some people and some Christians who believe that baptism takes care of sin. It doesn't. Never did. 
Jewish baptism did not take care of sin. Animal sacrifice did. The Day of Atonement. That's when sins were atoned for and forgiven. Baptism was always a symbol, a representation, that I agree with God's law, I submit to God's law, and I'm saying now I am ceremonially clean to walk in this community. Right. Didn't forgive me, but I'm agreeing that what God says is true. So, he says, I came to baptize you to get you ready. That's what it means, to get you ready for what's coming next. So, what needed to happen? Over in Matthew 15, Jesus is talking. He says something interesting. He said, the traditions of men have made the word of God, the commands of God of ill effect. It was true in the group that was following John around, probably trying to catch him in something, but there were Pharisees and Sadducees. There were devout Jewish leaders that were so etched and deep in the traditions of men that they missed the Savior altogether. And John said, I've come to help that not happen. But some people, they just weren't going to have it. I want to ask you something. At your church, are you guys so rooted in your traditions? I'm not talking about good doctrine. I'm not talking about solid biblical teaching. I'm talking traditions, how you do church and what you do. Are you so trapped in tradition that you're missing the purpose of the gospel? Boy, I hope not. So then he goes on and he says this. Now, I bore witness to this, and I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. Now, I myself did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, in other words, God said to me, he on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and borne witness that this is the Son of God. Now, John knew Jesus. They were cousins. We don't know how much time they spent together. But not until this point was it revealed to John who Jesus really is and what his mission really was all about. And he, and so here's what happens. There at the baptism, the Son is baptized, the Father is speaking, and the Spirit is there. You have a picture of the Trinity working together for the common value and purpose of the Trinity, which is to redeem mankind. Do you know Christ today? Have you declared him Lord of your life? If not, why not? Let me pray for you. Well, Father, I pray right now that there's someone that doesn't know you, that today will be the day of their salvation, that they will agree, Jesus, you are the Son of God. You did die on the cross for their sins, and you did bodily resurrect from the grave. I pray right now, Lord, they will surrender their life to Christ, and Father, that they will uh, repent and turn and declare Jesus Lord and walk with you from this day forward. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, God's blessings on you, and I pray only grace for your journey every single day. We'll talk next time. Thank you so much for being with us for this episode of Grace for a Journey. We pray it's been a blessing to you. Connect with us at our website, www.graceforajourney.org, or you can find us on Facebook and YouTube. We hope to connect with you there.